0: Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. I'm Matt Carroll. I am Jeff Randall, and we are here today to discuss Netflix's Daredevil episode six. What'd you think of this episode? Well, let's first say, spoiler alert: we're going to talk about episode six of Daredevil. So if you haven't that's not- all if you're we're not- going to talk about. Yeah, we're not doing news or anything today. We're just talking Daredevil episode six. So what'd you think of episode six, Jeffrey? It was a might bit explosive. It was well thought no, like the previous episode, episode was, was more explosive. This <laughs> this one was uh, maybe emotionally explosive for yeah. poor poor Vladimir. Well, we, <laughs> yeah, there was that. I said last episode I'm really glad Vladimir didn't die. Yeah. And this is why I wanted this episode. And this, it, they <laughs> they used it perfectly. And we didn't see him die on screen and we all know in movies that means you never know. Oh no, he was death by omission. Uh, <laughs> death by omission that's never a thing <laughs> and, uh if and don't die on screen until they until they show a body next episode i'm not convinced yeah. i liked i liked vladimir at the end there uh i really liked they they redeemed him they let him go down fighting for to save daredevil um sort of sure he's not redeemed as a character completely but like he died saving the hero yeah. again we do have an episode where daredevil could not have survived if not for the actions of a villain <laughs> um he's yeah re- he's really uh and and you know Vladimir... and it's actually it's the villains are swapped like the one that was helping him without knowing it before Mm-hmm. Against the one that yeah. wasn't known. The Russians that, would yeah. have killed him like, instead it's Fisk just been saved swapped. him. This one Fisk would have killed him instead the Russians <laughs> saved him. Um yeah, that that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then we finally get the uh, the first conversation between Daredevil and Fisk. Yes. And I really like that it's it wasn't like a um, like in every superhero thing ever, where they have the one meeting and the the villain's too strong, and he beats the crap out of the hero, and the hero limps away or something like that, somehow gets away, and then gets stronger and then comes back. Like, that's their first meeting every time. But not this. Not well, this. They had a conversation. You, know, you say that. On a radio. You say that, but it kind of was that. It was like... Dar- it wasn't. It, w- it, it wasn't, wasn't that. a physical mean. No, 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 but... no, no, no. Yeah, exactly. But that's the thing. That's not who Fisk is. Sure, Fisk is an imposing physical force. We saw that three episodes ago with the car door. But Fisk. Was that three episodes? Something like that. I think it was episode before last. Okay. Um, Either way, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> the uh, what what Fisk is good at is building this organization he's using the force of his he's the kingpin he's using the force of his money and his influence over the police to That's attack power. <laughs> daredevil and daredevil's like i'm not prepared for this he's got an entire city coming down on me and and then he literally and I'm trying to save this city. convinced not only the not only the dirty cops but he convinced the entirety of the citizenry to like hate the masked man. Uh and so in a way this is exactly that same kind of first meeting, but it's a much smarter version. Yeah. Um it's a much more interesting version than I'm not a good enough fighter yet. Yeah. Um he's, let, me, let me go train and do some push ups really quick for about three months. Yeah. Now he's gotta learn in a prison he's gotta in learn in the head. middle of the desert. <laughs> yeah. After having my back broken. Yeah. A lot Batman. Um, <laughs> but this he has to do the opposite. He has to do something mental. He's got to go home and figure out how to take down Fisk. Yeah. Um, and man, the way the way this show is setting up, I always think of Netflix series as like these one off events. Yeah. And I feel like it's got to come to a head by the end of the season. Oh man! But I know they're talking about a season two, and I can't imagine the show without Fisk at this point, <laughs> because it's so about these two different ideologies. I mean, Fisk used that word tonight. Yeah. These two different ideologies. That's what makes them dangerous. With the same goal, you know? Yep. Saving Hill's Kitchen, but it's all about their methods, and it's it's about those two different ethics and ideologies hitting up against each other. Um. So, we, we talked about in the last cast, who did we think he was... First of all, we asked, it, was he going to get captured? Uh, <laughs> uh, we also said, who's he going to go after? Um, and i was right the old white dude yes <laughs> i didn't remember his name leland leland L- owsley leland owsley and oddly sounds... enough he's a comic book character nice yeah he's uh one of daredevil's uh goofiest first villains but he's called the owl <laughs> he has like limited flight and um really? talons kind of powers and you know really yeah and they've turned him into an accountant on the Netflix series? He might not have the technology or something yet. I don't know. Yet? I don't so know. I, he might turn into the owl. I highly doubt we're gonna get that old guy. Oh in an god, owl suit. I hope I hope so bad that <laughs> he becomes the owl because that uh, character is so goofy. Maybe it's an homage to Birdman. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe his owling days are long past. <laughs> Oh, um, you may have missed it um in the last episode, actually, there was an homage to uh kingpin's comic book uh, Ascot look, yeah, his white coat and the ascot yeah. I commented on a Facebook thread you posted oh, there yeah. last week with the ascot, yeah, and I said an ascot that's a bit much <laughs> that was his that was his line I, I did I liked that a lot um yes, that is uh, it, for those of you who didn't know that that's in the comic books he's generally wearing an ascot with a nice big white suit. Yeah, a nice big white suit with an ascot. And in the show tonight, he, or the last episode, he, um. (laughs) He He said, that's a bit much. He was making fun of another man for wearing an ascot. That was pretty good. He is a dapper gentleman. Yeah. Yeah, he is. I like his suits. I like his look. Yeah. Okay, so before I lose all the weight, we're going to keep working toward (gasps) Star-Lord. Are you going to shave your head? Oh, I would totally do that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you so need to shave your head and do Wilson Fisk yeah oh yeah. actually that could be a good fist oh uh, you you've got more you've got closer to the body type of comic book fist so you need to do the ascot and the white suit oh sure and i'll yeah. do i'll do this one <laughs> <laughs> let's just get around the right weights for those two things i <laughs> do. i could I probably are there yeah i think we might already be there <laughs> cosplay now I got a video to shoot in a couple months, but maybe maybe got, for maybe we could shave we, our heads for Dragon we, Con this year and go as we, alternate level, alternate universe fisks. I like how we've got weight loss goal cosplay plans. Like when I get to this weight, I'm going to do this <laughs> character. I do too. I like. We've this already idea. no, we've already got plans though for this Dragon Con because uh, we're going to get to the point of being um, the Howling Commandos. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, I'm down with that. Uh, anyway. <laughs> All right, all right. Um, so, so we need to focus on. We we we, we 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 watched this episode together, and we talked about the fact that uh, Karen kisses Foggy on the head. What is it with this universe <laughs> and these women kissing kissing men on the head that truly love them? <laughs> I'm I don't just know. Kidding. Foggy doesn't truly love her. Foggy's just smitten. <laughs> he yeah, but uh, but F- F- Gemma, Gemma, Simmons kissed Fitz on the head uh, at the end of season one of. Uh, well it was like it, it started, started with his cheek. Just heartbreak. And then she like she traced oh, around yeah. his mouth. Yeah, she's like, without actually getting there. Kiss him on the mouth, Simmons. Kiss him on the mouth. Uh, <laughs> we won't go too far into that for those of you who haven't seen Marvel Agents of Shield yet. But uh we were pretty upset about it. <laughs> that was the first season, man. Um, a lot has happened. A lot has happened since. Um so we have Daredevil's, I guess now gonna be on the run from the entire uh population of the of hell's kitchen yeah, all of the police at least yeah because i mean all they the police, have a video of all of the criminals and all of the citizens <laughs> yeah population i'd say yep it uh it's really bad for him that they have a video of him matrixing his way out mm-hmm. of police custody yep which is really unfortunate yeah for sure, for but sure. I'm glad. I'm glad that even though he did Matrix's way out, he got to hear them saying, like, you know, put him down, or like, uh, yeah, put him down, like we were told to do. No witnesses, and he was like, oh, okay, that well, the, flips the switch to where this is all right. The public Beat you all to hell. The public didn't hear that though. No, unfortunately. No. So, so it's still no good for everyone. Just it's good for him. It's just not good for them oh yeah yeah we get. Like, I, w- I will say I was it's in, good for him and us we, we yeah, get we, that that okay he's not a bad good. guy and I liked him fighting the cops at the beginning I liked that it had consequences beyond that fight because I was a little annoyed I was kind of expecting him to just get out of it and yeah. then that last episode's cliffhanger would have meant nothing but it, it did have ongoing consequences he had to spend an entire episode trying to escape and it ended up uh, taking down Vladimir and so now I guess the next and thing an is the innocent cop. That's right. Oh, the innocent cop. That Damn. was super sad. It really was. These these cops are awful. These <laughs> They like, are the worst cops. We're not we're not, a lot of times those uh, dirty cops on shows are like complex characters that are like uh, I have to do it because they have something on me or I have to blo you know yeah, whatever they've got my family. Or or they you know, they they know I this. wouldn't be able to pay for my daughter's surgery without this. And like <laughs> but something. I don't I don't wanna kill this. My young mom's cop. in the hospital. <laughs> but this uh this particular one is just like Every cop we've seen that's dirty is just dirty, just like straight <laughs> up he murders that young cop there were there were definitely ways around murder in that situation. They could have like one of them could have been like, "Oh, we saved you, let's take you outside, and we'll continue doing our dirty deeds. Kill you if necessary." They did not need to kill him well i guess I guess maybe Fisk had given that order because he doesn't know what that guy heard or saw or, or whatever. Saw. Yeah. yeah. What he witnessed the, in the discussions between Vladimir and M- Murdoch. I'll tell you what I saw burning human flesh. Oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> this episode cannot go by an episode of this cannot go by without grossing me out. <laughs> it's so gruesome. It's been pretty damn gruesome. You know, I was, I was telling people at work about this, um, it seems like in every single episode, every one that I watch, it's like, man, that's the that's the most gruesome thing that I've seen in a show. Like, mm-hmm. That's really bad. And then I watch the next episode, yeah, and then that's the most gruesome thing I've ever seen. I hear you, and I think they have had gruesome things in most episodes, but nothing has I topped think it, the car door. I think it peaked at the car door. Yeah, the car door, oh my gosh. When I, when I was telling people about it, I got to episode four, and I was like, episode four blew my mind. Yeah. I did not know things could be that gruesome. Yeah. It set up Fisk in a really, really intense way. Um, so what else happened in this episode? Pretty much they ran from the cops, and Fisk got the best of him. Yeah. Were there any other B-plots I'm not thinking of? I guess we have Ben Urich uh, trying to get into the building, but that's really all kind of part of the same thing. Well, there, Ben Urich got a dirty cop dying in his in his arms yeah, which, or under his hands. He seems to know that cop's dirty, and it shows Ben Urich has the same um, the care, moral compass. Moral compass, the, the care for human life uh, that Daredevil has in yeah. that he's not going to let that dirty cop die. And he's just a man of action. He's, he's willing to spring in and... Um, he tells the other cop to, you know, call the EMTs. I got this. I'm going to hold this. I'm going to hold pressure on this wound. Go. You know? And then the um, cop's like, okay, I'll go. All right. <laughs> like, that's what he looked like. He just he was confused. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. know what to do. It shows that, like, Ben Yurik is actually better in that situation than yeah. the cop, who I think that was another dirty cop, right? That was his yeah, partner. Yeah, no, that, that was the partner. The partner, yeah. That was the one that was like, no, it's your turn. Ah, oh, no, yeah, it is my turn. Yeah. Whack. And then the other cop that got shot, was that their childhood friend? I did not see. I think it, I thought it was, but I, uh, but, I, I, hope but not. I, I, he was on the scene and then he got, and then it was another uh, black uniformed officer. Uh, and I thought it was him, but it, it was kind of far away. That it was hit, definitely so three officers down. Yeah, I hope it's not their childhood friend. I I really liked their relationship. What is his name? Mahoney. Mahoney. I really liked their. I've liked their relationship so far with him. Yeah, Uh, it's been fun. It's been fun. Oh, I would hate to find out if that he's a dirty cop. Well, he. He wasn't necessarily dirty. Not all the cops outside were dirty. Yeah, just I know. all I know. the cops inside I'm were. just saying, it, I would hate to find out. That, like, if he didn't get shot, yeah. and then it comes up later that he is a dirty cop, and then like, Foggy has to make that big decision, oh, yeah. that would kill I me. I don't think he is. I really don't think he is. It's, it was nice to see that there are some non-dirty cops. Yeah. Of course, the one that's only been on the job for two months, like, he just hasn't had a chance yet to get dirty. <laughs> yeah. Um, get dirty or leave the force or whatever. It's, it's so sad that like he was he thought that he was doing the right thing, but he actually killed himself, technically, and then also screwed up everything for for Daredevil. I hate to see the actions of Daredevil harming people the way they do. Like, um, he he tied that young cop up for his own safety, for sure, for the cop's safety. Because well, cop's it, not gonna hurt Daredevil. Uh, the cop, the cop's safety, and the fact that Daredevil didn't want to be busted, uh, and has more to do or whatever. Yeah, he um, didn't want to be interrupted. I got a lot to do, but I'm not done with you yet. It was his direct action that caused that that cop to be tied up and just to be murdered so mercilessly by the apparently soulless police force. Well, they're um, soulless because they don't have ma- or they don't have faces because they're covered with masks. Yeah, it's easy to not make them human if they don't have a face agreed agreed i think that was a definite uh decision because we've seen they could have had just you know normal uniformed cops yeah well like even the sharpshooter the had a covered. crazy mask on yeah he did <laughs> i was like bullseye <laughs> deadshot <laughs> one, one, somebody somebody's here snipers here wrong universe wrong universe well you had it right with bullseye but yeah Dead he shot. doesn't use guns and he never misses. There was it was there was a lot of focus on uh, just the warehouse scene. I mean, there was there were the couple of calls where um, he had to give his like emotional goodbye to Claire, which is going to turn out to be like a really strong emotional um Rejoining, Return, rejoining yeah. I uh, I was definitely on board with how their emotional development as a as a. As a, as a friendship or a couple or whatever they're going to end up being um, has been very realistic to me. Yeah. I totally am on board with how he she feels and how he feels. They don't feel thrown together. It um, feels good. It doesn't feel forced. Yeah. It feels just none of like these, this is a natural relationship. None blooming. of these romantic relationships do. The Foggy and Karen thing. The Karen and Matt thing. There are will they won't these happening but it doesn't feel like the CW. I don't feel like yep. I don't feel like this isn't earned. Which is pretty much how I always feel with the CW. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I dug it. Yeah, I mean, this this episode it feels like a lot happened in this episode, but not a lot really happened. Like not much time passed. Yeah, not much time passed, not have much happened. It was really more of a character study with Vladimir. Comparing Vladimir to to Matt Murdock And also comparing Fist to Matt Murdock And, uh, you know uh, Kind of seeing where he lies in the emotional spectrum Or the, I guess, the moral spectrum Yeah Because, I mean, there was that time when Vladimir died And then He, he had to save know, him He saved yeah. him and, and he first, for the first time, said very clearly I don't kill people He's never yeah. said that in the show He's not killed on screen uh, But we've never actually heard him say that he is not a killer. Yeah. And he said that this episode um we we really got to know Daredevil and his mission and his 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 lines of morality better in this episode than we have in any previous episode. And I feel like also in this one Matt Murdock is finally starting to understand Exactly what all he's up against or even have a glimpse of what all he's up against. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, we got a glimpse of that in the first episode. Oh, yeah. And that punching closing that montage punching bag, that yeah. was so great. hmm it, it showed every... It showed these all... Uh, whatever, five of these big organizations that are working together Um and showed showed their operations and how they were they were still operating just fine and they killed all the witnesses and they're totally fine uh, and everything's okay and Dare, Daredevil's just punching away he thinks he did a good job um, and this 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 really is the episode where he first sees the reach of Fisk yeah I've got a big task at hand and he met about ten cops and about nine of them were crooked you know <laughs> yeah yeah something like that so this is uh. He's, he's he's got he's got a big got a big job ahead, and and he, he realizes that Fisk, with a phone call, has turned, with a little email of a movie clip that he has access to somehow. Yeah. He's like, just, where was that camera? He's just kind of godlike. Why didn't that Hell's camera kitchen. get knocked out during the explosion? Yeah. So so he's doing he's doing all this, and and, he, and Daredevil has to have have the realization that he's up against a much bigger foe than he initially thought. Yeah. Um so and you could you could tell that like as far as strategy goes, Fisk has him all kinds of cornered and he knows like just from that one walkie talkie call where every time Fisk said something where it was just like Ah yes, but you see, I have this and he's like God
1: Oh son yeah.
0: of a Oh gosh, there was one that was really great when he was like You've proven to me how important he is, and then he's like, "Yes." And you've just proven to me you don't know anything yet. Yeah. That was so well, it was so well played by Fisk. Yeah. so well played. All right. Well, uh, I'm excited for the next episode. I really am too. Next ne- episode called Stick. The next episode is called Stick, which I'm if, so excited to for, see. Stick Scott for, Glenn is so awesome. Yeah, for non-comic book fans, Stick is his is the is the his mentor mentored him and we haven't seen anything of him yet so i'm excited to see um how they portray stick it's gonna be cool uh, well, we are the marvel cinematic universe podcast in partnership with 45 magazine you can check them out at 45-magazine.com if you want to find us on the web we're at mcucast.com facebook.com slash mcu or at mcu on twitter if you want to email us, hit us up at mcucast at gmail dot com. And if you'd like to leave us a voicemail to give us some feedback on any of the upcoming Daredevil episodes, feel free to leave us a voicemail, and we'll play it on that specific episode. Because um, we've still got nine left. No, not even. Goodness, we're we're getting we all got through Seven these. left. Seven left. That's not enough. Um, But if you want to do that, call us at 573-CAST-MCU. If you're a new listener, we welcome you to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. We'll be here with you all through Daredevil, all through Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., as well as the upcoming Ultron film. Oh, Age of Ultron. Three weeks. Did you see the new footage that dropped today? Uh, I saw some the Hulkbuster versus Hulk fight. No, I didn't see that. Ooh. Oh wow! I don't know if I want to. I kind of Ooh. want to wait. I can I can wait three weeks. Okay. Um, did you see the new Ant Man trailer today? Yes, I did. Um, we won't talk about that because we talked about it yes on yesterday's cast. Um, but we, uh, if you want to hear more about the Ant Man trailer, we talked about it extensively yesterday. All right, everybody. Well, we will talk to you. Tomorrow where we will be recovering episode 7 stick